I want to talk today about how to turn battle into blessing. We're going to look at a passage in Numbers 6, starting at verse 22. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. How to turn battle into blessing. I don't know about you, but it doesn't necessarily feel like a time of blessing right now with the pandemic we're facing uh, right across the world. But how can we know God's blessing, his favour and his protection at this time? How can we see that and even bring that in the midst of all the battles we're seeing and facing? Well, the first thing is to realise that God wants to use you to bless people. I'm a, I love being involved. I love getting stuck in. I want to be useful. I'm finding it quite frustrating at the moment because I'm told that the most useful thing I can do, the most helpful thing I can do is to kind of stay out of the way, is to stay at home. But actually, you can bring blessing through your words. You can bring encouragement through your words. You can bring healing through your words. These are powerful words of blessing that God gives to be spoken over his people. And they're words which actually mean a lot to me. I've prayed these words over each of our uh, four daughters every time I put them to bed since the day they were born and I want them to know the reality of this blessing in their lives. I asked them what difference it makes and Beatrice who's eight said I feel a wave of peace, overwhelming peace. Rebecca who's five said it helps me to have a nice sleep. Amy who's three said Sometimes you wake me up when I'm trying to get to sleep, but hopefully it's bringing blessing into their lives. And you might be wondering how you can help your family, your friends, uh, people who are out on the front line, some people you, you might know who are sick. One of the things you can do is to encourage, to bless, to actually speak out words of blessing over them. No wall can contain the blessing you speak. Walls can't stop your prayers. God can use you to bless people. But then also God's favour is greater than your failures. When you hear those words, the Lord bless you, you might be like me thinking, well, me? Because these words were spoken out over all God's people, but they're actually spoken also to each person. They're very personal. But sometimes I don't feel like, God can possibly bless me. Maybe I look at my circumstances and I can't see the evidence of it. Or, or I feel, well, maybe because of things I've done, because of my failures, because of the mistakes I've made, I, I might have missed the chance to be blessed by God. Just a few weeks ago, I was driving with some colleagues out of London to go to a prayer retreat. And as we came down the A4, a, a guy in a big souped up Range Rover cut me up and I had to brake very sharply. And then he carried off up the road. And then at the next junction, I pulled up behind him. And I was feeling slightly smug, like it didn't really help you to get ahead of me. And then as I pulled up behind him, I thought he was gonna go because there was a gap in the traffic, but he didn't go. And so I rolled gently up to his bumper and just gave his bumper the slightest kiss. You know, one of those little nudges you give cars from time to time. And there was actually a little scratch on his bumper. Here's a picture of it. 
And the guy reacted in a really surprising way. He jumped out of his car, he came screaming around to my uh, window and started shouting at me, he started saying, you idiot, what have you done? Look at my car. And I was thinking, oh, this is quite awkward. You know, here I am with colleagues. Uh, this might get quite dangerous quite quickly. And he was getting very aggressive. And I thought, what if we have a fight? And I kind of was looking him up and down and thinking, do you know what? I think this is going to be quite a fair fight. He's a little bit smaller than me, but he looks quite aggressive. Uh, and then I suddenly thought, what am I thinking of? I'm on the A4 on the way out of London. I'm a pastor. I can't just have a fight on the street. And as I was thinking that, he reached down and he pulled open my car door. And I was like, this is happening right now. And at that moment, I realised that my passenger opened his door and I looked to my left and I suddenly remembered Des is in the car. Now, Des used to be a nightclub bouncer. He actually worked uh, bar on bars, dangerous bars in Glasgow for a number of years. He's 23 stone. He's a big guy and he knows how to handle himself. He was known for being able to knock people out with one punch. He's been stabbed three times. And actually, Des uh, came on Alpha. He became a Christian and now his life was transformed and now he actually leads Alpha in Scotland. But he's still a big guy and he still knows how to knock someone out with one punch. Here's a picture of him. And then as he got out of the car, the guy's attitude just changed remarkably. It was almost like he shrunk and he kind of shriveled into himself. And Des was like, what's the problem? And he was like, oh, um, oh, it's just this, this, this problem with my car. And Des was like, oh, yeah, it is a bit of a scratch, isn't it? His manner completely changed. I got out. We had this slightly awkward conversation where I was saying, you know, can we exchange insurance details? What's your name? How do you spell that one R or two R's? And then eventually he got off in his car sheepishly and drove away and we got back into my car. Now, I had made a mistake. I bumped into his car. It was my fault and I took the blame for it. Uh, but I was, just because I'd made a mistake didn't mean that I was suddenly not being blessed by God or had lost God's favour. The idea of God's favour. I mean, I was blessed by the fact that Des was in the car with me. It made all the difference. I'm so grateful. I must always remember to have Des near me whenever there's any kind of physical confrontation. And actually, then we had a really great conversation. We connected in a new way after that. God's favour is greater than your failures. And maybe like me, you've made mistakes. And you think, well, actually, I, I'm not sure what I've done to deserve God's favour. But the truth is, it was never about me. God's favour is a gift. God's blessing is a gift. And it's a gift that was won for me, won for you by Jesus on the cross. When he took the curse I deserved, that I might receive the blessing he deserved. And because of that, I can approach God knowing that he looks on me with pleasure. He looks on me as a much loved child and that he welcomes me, that he shines his face on me and is gracious to me. And then our battles are temporary, but God's blessing is eternal. In the midst of a crisis, it can feel like it's going to go on forever. I don't know about you, but I feel like March is the longest year I've ever known in my life. Like I was almost tempted to have a New Year's Eve party just to celebrate getting into April. But there's an encouragement here that 
God is at work. He's not shut away in a flat, self-isolating. God is at work by his spirit and he turns his face towards you. That means you have his attention and he gives you peace. And when you know the peace that God gives you, a peace that comes from knowing that he is for you and not against you, that through Jesus your eternal future is secure, that changes things. One of my great friends is currently severely ill uh, with this virus and I've been praying the words of this blessing for him every day and just praying that he would know God's blessing and actually this week he's been moved into intensive care and the doctors said that they wanted to ventilate him so they had to sedate him and he had to be unconscious and there he was in intensive care about to be made unconscious and he said I'm at peace. I'm at peace. There's a peace that comes from knowing that God is for you, that you are loved, that you carry the name of Jesus Christ, that you, Jesus Christ is with you and you carry his blessing and that whatever happens, whatever you face this day, this week, this month, Jesus is with you and he says, I will bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you his peace.